Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We are in hour number three on an effort Friday, and we got some news to get to you regarding the Giants, their quarterback situation, the Jets, and their quarterback situations. Before we do all that, though, Bart Scott, it is hour number three on an effort Friday in New York City. So, what's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 eff it. Exactly. So, as we were telling you at the start of the show, there were there were reports recently. I think Pro Football Talk was the one that originally said that the Giants and the and Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones' new new representation, athletes first was looking for nor like 45 million or more per year on a new deal. And then it was the Delhi News that said that league sources are saying that there's going to be more than the 45. It's the and more. And then our very own Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants for us, ESPN uh insider, he just tweeted out recently just a few minutes ago have heard in recent days that there's been progress between Daniel Jones and the Giants. Getting something done by Tuesday doesn't seem unreasonable. Now, Tuesday, again, is the, the franchise tags uh, deadline. Yeah, He said, it sounds as if there will be a four at the front of the annual salary. Hmm. And Bart, you said it while we were talking. It ain't the four, it's the next number. <laughs> exactly, four what? <laughs> yeah. Because I think if you look at, like, it's five quarterbacks that, that made up over $46 million last year. We know that that's going to – the $45 million is going to be done. So $45 million might make you the 10th highest paid player in the NFL, which Daniel Jones, you know, getting paid top 10 money is respectable and I think it's well-deserved. Um, he won't stay there, though, because as other guys, as Lamar and everybody else gets – No, 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 I'm saying it. They, right now it's fifth. But then these next five guys, it might make them nine for tenth. Gotcha. Right. So you add another these five getting paid, add them nine or ten. But I still wonder. Listen, that's that's great if they can get that done. But then I get concerned with, okay, Saquon, you offered him twelve. Yeah, you're saying the residual impact of this. Yeah, you you offered Saquon twelve. Mm-hmm. Is he leaving a million or two off the table to, so you can give to Saquon to give Saquon fourteen? Because we know he's not going to get fifteen. We know he's he turned down twelve, so in between fifteen and 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 twelve, it's probably thirteen and a half, maybe. Maybe that gets it done. And Saquon saying, uh, "You you gonna do this over a one and a half million dollars?" Well, that's the thing. Sa- Saquon's the guy. Oh, I'm the guy that's got to take less than maybe that the market value would be. Like I'm the guy that's got to give but I don't back. Know if Daniel a- Jones doesn't have to give back to keep us all together. But I don't know if that's the market price. That's Does the crazy that create thing. animosity? No, I, 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 I'm with you. Now, listen, Dan Graziano was also talking about this this morning about the, the Giants and Daniel Jones and, and how it doesn't feel like that there's going to be much of an impasse here and that a deal could get done before the Tuesday franchise tag deadline. And they have met with the, the agent many times here. They're in real discussions that are, I think, making progress. So I think the sense I was getting yesterday was that there was some optimism, you know, work to be done, but some optimism that maybe uh, if it continues this way, that that deal could be done by Tuesday. And of course, again, and and from there it goes. Got to get done on the 6th. Got to get done by Monday because the residual is you got to hurry up and slap the tag on Saquon before. Saquon or 
Dexter Lawrence, right? Nah, Dexter, I don't think, is a free agent yet. He's, He's like not? Quentin Williams. They're just picking up his fifth-year option. Oh, it's all about what to do from there? I thought, I thought uh, that's what you were telling me. I don't think you want to get him signed. It's like Quentin Williams. They don't have to pick up Quentin Williams' contract. You know what I'm saying? Because Dexter yeah, Lawrence right. came in the league. Ex- the same it's extension. Year. Yeah, it's extension for Dex. Okay, right, it's extension. I don't know. I, I thought you were. Te- I thought you were talking about having to sign him. Well, no, you just don't like have we, to just, do anything. Just like we know, but he can be disgruntled and not come in. He's coming off his best season. Just like Quentin Williams said, he's not showing up to OTAs anything voluntary unless he gets paid his money okay. or an extension. He just had to, you know, became All Pro. Dexter Lawrence, I believe, was All Pro as well, first Pro Bowl as well, and. If they don't show up, now you have another problem because then he's saying, where's my money? Mm-hmm. And the problem for, like, the Jets and why I believe the Jets can't pay Quentin Williams and the same reason why you look at Dex, you can't really pay Dex, is because you set a president. And so you're saying if I become a pro bowler and all pro, I get my money early. Well, the Jets probably have Garrett Wilson that will probably be a pro bowler in a minute. Mm-hmm. I already got Sauce Gardner. Yep. You can't pay both of those guys big money the same year. Nope. Right? And Brees Hall will be earlier than them because he's a second-round draft pick. So, who knows? Jermaine Johnson may turn out to be the best out of them all. You know, sometimes pass rushers take a little time. But if if, if he comes up and gets, you know, 15 sacks, then, then it's going to be him. So, yeah. that's why you can't set a president by playing guys early because then every player is going to use that yep. as the measuring stick. Right. Well, I'm just as good as him. I accomplished mm-hmm. what he accomplished. Pay me early. Yeah, uh, Joe Shane was talking earlier um, this week, and he did acknowledge the idea that once he gets done with the free agents, then they want to get – and they've had some conversations already with Dexter Lawrence's agent about okay. what they want to do going forward. But he, he talked about him being a great leader and that they want him to be a giant for a long time. So he is a priority. That's clear. But where does it put Saquon? Like you know, again, do you is it as easy as franchise tagging Saquon Barkley? I would, and dare him to stay healthy for two straight years. Now he's going to hate it because he's a running back, and last year he had over three hundred, about three hundred fifty touches. That means he got hit three hundred fifty times, or let's just say three hundred because he could have went out of bounds a couple times. Right, but that doesn't wear easy. Remember, four hundred touches used to be the kiss of death. We watched Marco Murray do it. He was never the same. We watched um, Sean Alexander get it. You know, so. Saquon's already been hurt three out of the five years he's been in the league. So if I'm Saquon, he knows that he can't have a year where he only makes $10 million when he, you know, need an opportunity to lock it in. Because if he has a hurt, if he gets hurt a year, they're like, see, you can't stay healthy, and then they're not going to pay him the next year. Are the Giants going to regret this, though? Like, do you think, like, like what is the level of regret? Man, 45-plus 40, million. And it's, look, we already know it's over 40. Right, Jordan's already made that clear. Uh, other reporters have made that clear. It's going to be over forty for Daniel Jones. What essentially was one year that he played at a pretty much high level for the. I mean, I'm not going to say the whole season because he didn't start out the season playing great. And he had two. He only had but, two weapons. But down the stretch, he played really well, and obviously, he can get you to a playoff, and he could do what he did in the playoffs. Well, but he, I'm telling you, man, like. like like it's, you're telling me that this team's going to rebuild. They're going to rebuild with a quarterback who they're off of one year is going to get forty five plus million per, and they've got to work around that. It happens all the time. I know. Like it happens all the time. Like guys ball out. Listen, Quentin Williams had one outstanding year, and he wants to get paid now. But what did you just say though? 
he did. He only had what two weapons? You said right, yeah. Daniel Jones. And you just said that it now it might lead the Giants to have to either decide to franchise tag Saquon Barkley. Yep. And it, I mean, look, nobody's going to give listen. two first round picks for him, so nobody's going to match it or anything like that. But if you if you somehow then decide, like you've been saying, losing Saquon. his production, I can get that in the draft. Yeah, or I can get in free agency with Kareem Hunt, or I can get the running aspect from Miles Sanders. Like you can get you can get some some stuff from from Leonard Fournette. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's people out there that you can get your productivity from, right? You just don't want to overspend for a position that's going to give you diminishing returns on on your investment because this we're not talking about a left tackle Trent Williams playing at a high level at 35 years old, rated the number one guy, right? Lane Johnson been in the league for a long time, still playing at a high level. Like DeAndre Hopkins, guys that are well into their 30s. We know that Saquon's not going to be a great player well into his 30s. He may only have three good years left, or maybe two, right? He's only been in the league five years, but we look at Ezekiel Elliott at 27 years old. It seems like he's been in the league forever, right? He's only 27. It's amazing. And we're saying he's cooked. Yeah, we're I saying know. that contract's horrible. So mm-hmm. we're going to give something similar to, to Saquon Barkley? When well, you can go out, you look at all the great running backs in the league that's giving you mad productivity. Most of them were were drafted in the, in the second round or, or or lower. And they both, like, Nick Chubb and maybe Derrick Henry has been the only person that has been worth the money. Only once. Like, it's so many young, talented running backs all over the league. And, you know, Dayball has been a guy that traditionally didn't even care about running the ball. He didn't care about running the ball when he was in Buffalo. Now, I know Saquon Barkley is a talented football player, but, man, you can get you can get a lot of productivity in the draft or free agency and be able to put that money towards the wide receiver. Now, listen, they cut Kenny Gallagher. They saved some money. They're going to be in the market for a receiver. Well, they might, they draft. might draft one. Right, right. Uh, Mel Kuyper has them drafting one. Yeah, but those are, that doesn't always translate immediately. Look at a guy like Rashad Bateman, who I'm sure we'll get to later. Oh, boy. But Rashad Bateman – it was a first-round draft pick for the Ravens, and he really hasn't done much. And he was a, a high enough. Well, he's only 22. But the Giants, because they went to the playoffs, they only, they're only not going to be able to get a high-end guy. And then you look at a guy like um, Hollywood Brown from the Ravens again. Drafted high, didn't didn't really pan out to what they thought he was going to be. So that just because you draft one doesn't mean – and listen, in the case of Kenny Galladay, just because one balled out yeah. doesn't mean that you can trade for one to get one in free agency. So um, Mel Kuyper has, on his latest mock draft, he has the Giants at 25, taking Quentin Johnson from TCU. Now, TCU, as we know, like, remember that that man. offense just lit it up. Yo, I get and nervous with that. And he's 6'4". Yeah, I'm about to say, I get nervous with that. Why? Because he, he's built like Kenny Galladay. <laughs> well, he's a big – You want the big, big target guy, guy right? Because you have Wondell Robinson, so you have yeah. sort of the, the gadget guy. What you nah. need is the big target guy. Nah, I want a guy I want a guy that can run. Now, I, we, we don't know how well he can run. Now, we'll see that in the combine. But, you know, he I don't know if he's a guy that creates a lot of separation. Well, what, 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 uh, what Mel loves about Quentin Johnston is his ability to high point. Make those yeah. big contested catches. Use his size. Use his frame. Box guys out and just make those. You know, man, you had it. You had it on the Jets. Those guys yeah, that can Braylon make Edwards. those catch. Braylon Edwards. Those are valuable guys in the red zone, but Braylon, man. But Braylon can run. All right. So Wait, what I do you want to see? How good this guy runs? How how good he separates? Well, he's fast, but he's physical, 
and that's what you need. Again, a six four physical receiver is what you need. So he's and he's never really had a guy like that. So he's T Higgins. I, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know enough about him, and and no, but I know the TCU's offense lit up the lit up the college college football. No, he was a beast. No, so I do know beast. that. So to me, again, but it, it, it all, look, th- this is not an easy time. I found it also interesting that Joe Shane yesterday, only yesterday when he was at the combine talking to the media, almost sounded pessimistic about signing Daniel Jones. Now, maybe he did that on purpose, but he just talked about the time crunch and how, you know, like, like they wish they were closer to a deal knowing that Tuesday is looming. And, and yet know. today, the reports are coming out today, a day later that there's optimism about the two sides getting closer together. So what has transpired in the last day? Maybe Joe Shane puts it out there, wish we were closer, not so optimistic. And then the nervousness of it leads Daniel Jones and his agents to get back together with Joe Shane and start talking about numbers that make more sense. Or a contract that is more amenable to a team that is still in... I mean, look, the Giants made the playoffs, but aren't they still in sort of a rebuild? It's weird, man, because they got a lot of bad contracts that you know cost them Bradbury last year. And it, it, it's going to, you know, they're going to have to have a conversation with Leonard Williams. But then they have some guys come with the pipeline, like Andrew Thomas, that's going to get a big bag. Yep. Um, you know, it's fair. You, you know, Saquon Dexter Lawrence is going to get a big bag. Like Dexter's going to got to got to get his big bag. So, you know, they got to do it. They got to, we got to see what they can come up with. This is what we want to see what Joe Shane's all about. Yeah. Like I said, oh, no, it's Dayball, his turn. Dayball knocked it out the park. Yep. Dayball did his thing. Him and Wink Martindale coached their ass off. Right. Now it's time for for Joe Shane to get it done and just to keep this team competitive despite the fact that there's some big numbers to work with and a cap to deal with and uh, and, and a player at the very top, the most important one, the most important position that you've got to get signed. they got to have a Jets-like draft where they get four or five guys who play right away immediately. That's a great point. 800-919-3776 is the number. Let's get back to the calls. Craig and Lansing. Craig, what's up? Hey, look, I know you guys know the stats. Um, you know, he, Daniel Jones threw the same amount of touchdowns as Marcus Mariota. Davis Mills got him by two. Dalton got him by three. Here's my question. After, if, you're gonna, if people are going to give Brian Dable the credit, which he does deserve, then, then why is Daniel Jones getting more credit than he deserves? I mean, who's lining up you know to why? get a guy that got 15 touchdowns? Nobody's lining up. That line's very short. I've said the same thing, Craig. No, 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 I've no, said no, the Craig, same stay there, thing. Craig. Stay there, Craig. You want to okay. know why? You want to know why? Because you said Marcus um, Mariota, right? Who was Marcus Mariota right. throwing to? Who was he throwing to? Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Like, come on, man. Like, who? Yeah, they, but 15 who, touchdowns? Who is Davis Mills throwing to? Go ahead. Brent, let me hear oh, that. Brandon, uh, Brand, Brandon, Brandon Cook only uh, has had 8,000-yard uh, seasons he didn't since he's been playing. He was only he a first-round draft pick. Lot. Huh? He was sitting on they the bench were, a lot, though. You know that. Lose. Bro. He didn't even want to play. Bro, bro. He was but I'm just saying, I mean, I mean, we could go back and forth on it, but I feel mm-hmm. you. I understand. But I'm just saying, it seems to me like the list for him has got to be a okay. short list. Hold on. I'm with Craig, You know what, Craig? You know what Daniel Jones made his money? In that playoff game when he yeah. went against Kirk Cousins, yeah. who's who's been who's made more money than any quarterback yeah. in the last fifteen years and outplayed him. That's because like big a game star. Kirk can't play big games. Oh, okay. Now big game Kirk. I, no, right? I mean I, I don't want to take that much away from him. That was a low blow. But I will say this: they got destroyed by the Eagles, man. I mean, yeah. You know, so, I mean, guess how, what? The, how, the, how, the, how good are you? The Eagles didn't have to cover nobody on the outside. They gave his best weapon away. Kadarius Tony was making plays in the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, the the one thing that I keep coming back to, Bart, is what Craig is saying, is 
Okay, on, if I if I'm playing hardball with Daniel Jones, my fear is that another team will give him what he wants. And they're going to be ready to play because they've done better but, in the draft. But what I mean, though, is – okay, so my fear is that there's a team out there that would be willing to give him 46, right? There yeah. would be a team that would be willing to do it. And I've got to have a belief that, man, ain't nobody giving him that. And he, I, I'll tell – go ahead. Go ahead and go out and get that deal and see – what team is going to give it to you? And then when they don't, you come back and you take the number we're going to give you. Yeah. That is a major Somebody's, gamble. Yeah. Major they, gamble. They can say that to Saquon Barkley. Well, and that's what they idiot, should say to Saquon some, Barkley. And some, and some idiot would be like, all right, well, I'll give you 11 because guess what? I ain't got to pay nobody for a long time. I'm in tremendous salary cap. You know how people take bad contracts in, in basketball just because it don't matter because they ain't got nobody to pay and they yeah. can eat the contract? Well, it's like but, the Arizona Coyotes, right? Aren't they doing that by taking like – a, a, a percentage of the Kane contract because they just got to stay over the floor. Right. Like, so it's teams in football that, got, that ain't paying nobody. Hell, the Chicago Bears got a hunt. They, they got so much money, they can't even give it away. They're mm. they going to have $100 million cap space. James in New Jersey. James, how you feeling about all this? Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm a little confused right now. Just hold on one minute. I got to get off the, the – I got to get off – Okay, I'm here now. Okay, um, we got you. Hi. You never left. How you guys doing? Good. I mean, you guys, you always, I'm glad to do that you're doing well. Everybody's well. Look, the gentleman that answered the phone tried to explain to me how it uh, is structured if they give Daniel Jones a certain amount of money for X amount of years. I'm trying to break it down as simply as I can. I know quarterbacks are a premium and all that, but it just still seems like a little much to give Daniel Jones for this one-year productivity. But let's just say they give him – I don't want to get into all the extra – I mean, the extra X's and O's. If they give him 40, just say 40 a year for the four years or whatever, however they structure it, how much money do you think it's going to hit the Giants' cap if they give Daniel Jones that 40? It depends on how long they make the contract. The contract can be funny money because it just prorates. You can, it allows you to divide it by a bigger number in length of years. So if they want to make it longer, just like that's why Patrick uh, Mahomes can get a half yeah. a billion dollars and they can still sign people because right. it gives you flexibility because they can opt out. And if listen, Daniel Jones is 24, 25 years old. He's probably going to play for 10 more years. So if you make it a six-year deal, it allows you to prorate it. And then you can go back in like Dallas is thinking about doing with Dak Prescott and redo it and add more years to it and make it a new deal and keep pushing the, uh, kicking the, ball, the, the can down the road. So they can do that as well. You know, it all depends. But, you know, Daniel Jones might say make it a short deal because I want to come back to the table because I gave you guys a break. Like Dak. Dak can come back to the table in three years of his deal. They he gotta, can do that. Or they he can be say go longer. Right. They got to be creative. That's what we're going to find but out. But the salary cap is going up too. I know. I know. Listen, this is our last show until the weekend, right? This is a Friday. Oh yeah. And this be- is a story. But by Monday, Bart, that's when the clock is not just ticking. That's oh, yeah. when we're on the countdown. So Monday's show, we could have news that Dan Jones is signed. Because mm. if we don't by the end of Monday's show, then we know what's next. Yeah. Then you know what's next, and then it Tag really starts to set Saquon. things up. Right, exactly. And then, of course, Lamar Jackson and that story. And if that doesn't happen between now and the next time you and I are on the air together, mm. if I'm the Jets, yeah, suddenly that piqued my interest too. 
Ravens and what do the Ravens end up doing there? Ravens looking at Richardson too. I Similar mean, skill set from uh, Florida, but only played 13 games. You know who else? I think didn't the Giants also look at him? <laughs> Seriously, everybody do their due diligence. Well, you got to because he's got amazing athleticism. This kid, right? Everybody's been talking about him. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The NHL trade deadline is today, but all the action really has taken place. No so, blockbusters? Just, no, yeah, blockbusters? Nah, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like, uh, you know, maybe it's like a little bit of, of bargain shopping right now, but the big ones have already been, been done. Usually this is like a national holiday in Canada um, where deals are done like all up to the final minute, but has been very quiet today after some uh, big activity. So, Bart, yesterday there was an announcement made, and Jalen Brunson was named the uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Month for February. He deserved it, man. Man, he's been putting this team on his back. I know we take the Knicks went nine and two in the month, right? Yeah, and in. He played in 10 of the 11 games and averaged like 27 a game and six rebounds. Now, he didn't make the all-star team. And I know people in the league were a little, like, you know, like they knew. Like it just, you know, the process didn't work to his benefit. It's just a year. And he didn't make the all-star. And he certainly deserved to be an all-star. He's played great this year. So this is sort of like in the month where there was an all-star game and he didn't appear in it he was awarded as the best player in the Eastern Conference for that month. And this is the same month that Giannis averaged almost 30 a game and went 9-0. and yeah, But they like didn't give it to Giannis. They gave it to Jalen Brunson. And Jalen Brunson becomes the first Knicks guard to ever win Player of the Month. And this is an award that they've been given out since 1979-80. Damn, John Starks. Well, I mean, player of, there's been a lot of Player of the Weeks. Player of the Month is not easy to get. Yeah. Like a whole damn month. Like Patrick Patrick Ewing won it five times, Mello won it three times, Bernard King won it, and Julius Randle won it two years ago. 
Yeah, this is one of those instances where, you know, it's a exceeding expectations, to say the least, right? Because a lot of people are like, man, why are you giving this guy all this money? You know, is it because his dad's on the staff, all that stuff? But, you know, this dude is he's, – he's taking it to another level. Like, he's taking it to another level, and the level of consistency, professionalism, and calm that he brings to that offense and that team is amazing. Never rattled, right? When you always say attitude, attitude yep. reflects leadership. You know, he's – listen, he's calmer than Tibbs. Tibbs over there losing his damn mind. He be, he's like one of these guys. He's that calming presence. And I think that reflects when they play because you see them not panicking. At first they were losing close games, and now they find a ways to win these close games. You know, that's experience, and that's him being a floor general, which is what the point guard position is all about. 800-919-3776 is the number. Let's get back to some calls here, Barsky. Oh, by the way, the Knicks and the Heat tonight uh, in Miami, so the rivalry week continues. We're going to see what type of maturity they have. Well, Jimmy Butler is listed as uh, questionable. Don't with really uh, knee soreness. Don't really care. This is South That's Beach. What I tell you about South Beach and oh, maturity of a team, understanding, you know, hey, this is important. Let's not go out and have fun. Let's not be in our DMs. Uh-huh. Let's, you know what I mean? Because they get down there a couple of days early, they're probably going to say afterwards. One seven in a row, feeling good about things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And looking to maybe ahead to the, to, to the, to the rematch of the Celtics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big games, going to be tell about all that stuff. So like, A lot of Knicks fans, of course, in Miami. So the building will probably be 50-50. You know, like that's one thing that I remember every time I've been down there covering a Knicks game in Miami is the building with the Knicks are playing well, you'll get cheers, loud cheers. Did you go to a basketball game if you lived in Miami? Why not? What are you talking about? Yo, the locals there. That's, oh, why the Dolphin sta- that's why Dolphin Stadium is no, always go, empty. No, no, they, no, they, no, no, no. That, that building's always filled. Yes, with people from New York. Yes. Most people that go there don't care. Like, you look at – like, the Jets game looked like a home game when they play Miami. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because like other people don't really care about they, they the team like go. that. Then When LeBron and them was balling, they didn't really care. You know what I mean? And they were winning championships. Yeah, they did care. But but I know what you're saying. You I know, know what I'm saying. saying. Look, you're going to have – it'll be a good atmosphere tonight. What the Knicks need to do is what you just said, is this is a business trip. This ain't We ain't here for fun. They're going to have to go down there one more time this month as well. They're playing them three times this month, the Heat. Uh, and there are three games NBA, back of you. NBA, you doing. keep them there. NBA. You keep them there. So, NBA. once again, the Knicks and the Heat tonight. And we got full coverage, of course, on 987 ESPN. It starts at 7.30. we got 8 o'clock tip-off tonight, everybody. And I'll be on uh, the pre and post with Wally Zerbiak and, uh, and Bill Pito tonight on MSG Networks as well. All right, 800-919-3776. Let's get back to some more calls here, Barscott. Uh, Frankie in Brooklyn. Frankie Rodriguez? Hey, yeah, man. What's going on? Yeah, what's happening, man? Hey, man. Good to be on your show. You guys are the freaking greatest, man. I love, oh, love you guys. It. So, Bart, Bart <laughs> do, you know, do you know Frankie Rodriguez? Now, he's, he's a New Yorker, but he was, uh, he was in the majors. He was a pitcher in the majors for several years. Uh, yeah. In the 90s. <laughs> oh, well, man, thank you for pr- for blessing us with your uh, with your presence, man. In the 90s, I was um, knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bart, man, you, you are to something, man. If they made this the celebrations an actual, like, an award, like, it would be it would be amazing. It'll take the, the whole uh, of the animosity of giving up the home run, that's not part of the game type thing. That'll take it out of the, the, the loop completely. I mean, if you guys research the Savannah Bananas, they're doing some incredible oh, stuff yeah. over there. Man. Hilarious what they're so, doing. So, I mean, if, if, if it was taken out and actually even in, in some guy's contract, like you, if you win this award, it would take the whole hostility part of celebrating out and it would just be like 
fun to watch because I know I would love to see some celebratory stuff, man. Yeah, now, Frankie, they- when you were pitching, uh, how big of a deal was it to you if, whether it's a home or whatever it was, that somebody acted up just a little bit? Again, and back when you played, there was still that idea of, I'm going to throw at you, like, you know, between the shoulder blades if you show me up. Were you big on that or were you a guy that was like, go ahead, go ahead, do what you got to do? <laughs> I only hit. I only hit people I was told to hit. But <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, man, like for me, it was always like, damn, he's showing up. He's showing me up. I need to make a better pitch. Like that's it for me. Like oh, honestly, yeah. and I'm listen. I, I'm I'm from Brooklyn. You know, I'm a little tough. But like in the big leagues, you got to do your job. If you ain't doing your job, then whatever that that other guy does, that's on you. And you get the opportunity. I would love also because, like, you know, baseball is about managing failure. So the pitcher's going to get the last laugh more than more than not, right? So, like, you know, so it's just those pivotal, crucial moments where you get an opportunity like, yo, I got you. And you you just got to nod. Listen, when I played, it was always like this is when T.O. was in with, with uh, the Eagles. And he hit Ray with the Ray Lewis dance in the Super Bowl. Right, and they was like, man, why didn't you take him out? You want to know why? Because we had all the way from the goal line to the goal line to stop him from doing what he wanted to do. If we don't want to see him celebrate, stop him from scoring a touchdown. Easier, it's easy, it's as easy as that. 100%. Listen, how about this? How about two rules? You strike somebody out of the inning, the pitcher can celebrate. You hit a home run to, to walk off, then that, that'll be the two instances you can celebrate. That'll keep it to a minimum. And and actually, like, fun to watch. The other teams will be out there watching. <laughs> yeah, that's right, too. You get that. You get everybody engaged in it. What do you think of the pitch clock? How are you feeling about that? I love it. I love it, man. Like, like that, that strikeout with 20, 20 seconds was incredible. Oh, Peralta. Yeah. It was incredible. And, Bart, you also hit that on the nose. Like, it's a strategy, man. Like, you can, it messes timing up with the hitters. It really will. And it also should limit um, stealing calls and all that stuff and, and tipping and everything, right? Because you don't have time for somebody at second base to be seeing if he's spreading his glove or all that type of stuff because he's trying to grab a different type of pitch. Nah, they'll always find a way for that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear, though? Well, it may not using, be enough time to communicate it. They were using pitchcom in a game in, the, in spring training, I think yesterday, but it was so quiet that you could hear the pitchcom. It was almost giving away the pitches because <laughs> like it was so quiet yeah, you could you hear would, it. You would, you, would, you would think with that MLB insurance, that guy needed to get his ears checked a little bit. He shouldn't have had it that loud, you know? <laughs> yeah, it cranked up <laughs> a little bit too much. Frank, well, we got you. By the way, love that you listen to the show, and we appreciate you calling in. What, do, what have you been doing these days? Man, I'm a, I'm a, a Division two college baseball coach at Mercy College up in uh, Dobbs Ferry. Nice. And uh, just just hanging around the game as long as I can, man. I'm a lifer. Love it. Oh, that's great. Hey, we yeah. appreciate you calling in. Call in any time, my man. All the best. Will do, brother. Thank you. All right. Frankie, right? how about that? Mm-hmm. You got to love it. He's a New Yorker. He listens he to the show. Something, you know what I'm saying? What, well, he's, yeah. You love it when another athlete tells you you're right. Yeah. Like, you guys always stick together anyway. So he's so, so he he was so, down. so I remember his story right so he's a Brooklyn guy, uh he's a he was a diehard Yankee fan, like diehard, and he was drafted by the Red Sox. Oh, and it God. was like yeah, and it was like he was like he loved oh, he was always wearing Yankee gear. You know, I mean, New Yorkers did, always did wear the Yankee cap. He wearing a Yankee cap, and the Red Sox were like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> like you can't be walking around wearing Yankee cap, man. And it was like back in the nineties too, you know where. You know, Red Sox hadn't just, won anything yet. No, nah, they were still they, they, yeah, still, they weren't they were doing still well a whooping board. Yeah, but it was just like here's a dude that like love rocking the Yankee NY. He gets drafted by them. He's like out hanging out. And again, like a Yankee hat is fashion. It's not like I'm 
wearing it because I'm a fan. Yeah. It's also fashion. And you put it on, it's like, uh, and, yo, well, you, you play you, for us, man. You got to take you, that You off. heard Jay-Z. I made the, the Yankee cap more, more famous, famous than a Yankee, Yankee can. can. Yeah. <laughs> but still, that's tremendous. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The Rangers and the Bruins, they play tomorrow. The two teams that are the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. The Bruins have been the hottest team in the league, already over 100 points. But both teams loaded up the trade deadline, and they face each other tomorrow, 1 o'clock. And we've got full coverage for you right here on 98.7 ESPN as well. So, Bart, as we were just talking about, a caller mentioned a name that the Jets, you know, could consider if they don't really feel the love for Derek Carr. That Aaron Rodgers, and we might know, like this weekend, I'm telling you, we should do a little can't wait because we'll do that in a second. Because we could hear about Aaron Rodgers and what he is he leaving Green Bay? Does he want to go somewhere else? We could hear about Daniel Jones and the Giants. Will they get a deal done? We could just hear from Derek Carr, and maybe the Saints let him know, we won't you. Right? I like you and I want Likes you. you and I want you. But also, if the Jets aren't in on Aaron Rodgers, the name Matthew Stafford came up. And you jumped all over that right away. Now, this is also next week is a time where the Rams are already expected to pick up uh, an option bonus, yeah. which I think they have 6. to do 5, by like eight. the 15th. Right. But it Started basically. In New Year. It, picks, it also is the 2024 salary. And it's basically it pays them a combined sixty-two million in guaranteed money, so they're going to pick year? it up. So they have an out in the contract <clears throat> after the twenty-five season. He's going to be thirty-five years old. Yeah, he's still a baby, and obviously he's going to be making a ton of money. But as you said, they're going through a rebuild. They like Baker Mayfield. Would you? I mean, it's it's expensive. But would you would kick the in, tires on this? I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah? In a heartbeat. Like, because he gives you the same veteran leadership. He's not, you know, he's 35 years old, right? He's about the same age as Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. who just got a big bag last year. And Matthew Stafford was awarded that big contract because he won a Super Bowl. And he won the Super Bowl. It wasn't Aaron Donald. He was doing his thing. Yep. Right? And, you know, the crazy thing is, on, on their roster, he's still the fifth highest paid. He's behind. <laughs> he's behind Cooper Cup. He's behind Jalen Ramsey. Well, not until not they picked up this option, he won't. Yeah, no, no. But Cooper Cup still, he's the highest paid player on their team. It's like crazy. he's like he's the fifth highest paid player on the team. And his salary cap hit is only twenty million dollars to uh for twenty twenty three. I so, think that changes though. Once the, this 
right? Doesn't this no, option? No, 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 because the option is assumed that they pick the option up. This is assumed. So when you look on the, on the, on the right corner on Sport Track, it tells you what his cap number is, what is that cap that hit, number $20 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it, go, it goes up the following year, right? But you can, at that point, you can, you can change that contract, add years onto it, and restructure it a little bit. Now, like the you know the Jets, yo, know, he he would give you the same play. I think the same level of play of Aaron Rodgers. The question is, is he healthy from that elbow? That's a good point. And he's going to be cheaper because Aaron Rodgers makes sixty million dollars next year. All and right, money so, after that. So we know it's going to be a really busy weekend, sports wise, right? Again, you got Rangers, Bruins. You got the Knicks and the Celtics. Knicks and the Heat tonight. You got the Knicks and the Celtics on Sunday night. That's a lot going on. Obviously, the baseball stuff. Now we're getting a lot of spring training games. That's been a lot of fun as well. Like very busy time. But football wise, some big news could happen over the weekend. So Bart, give us a minute of what you can't wait to see happen this weekend. Well, definitely, the most important thing for me, and the first thing I can't wait to see is really the the finality of this combine. Right, while we're gone, it's going to be somebody that's going to oh, open up the all the eyes. Tomorrow. Yeah. Right, because you talk about you know Justin Fields and if he's available, is he's not available? What did what did the uh, the general manager say? He had to be blown away by all indications. Bryce Young is blowing everybody away with his football acumen, his ability mm. to talk about how to yep. break down coverages, even coverages that he hasn't played against. So we talk about that, and the only concern about him isn't his arm, isn't his play, isn't his experience, right? It's his size, and size is, is, is subjective because size can change, right? Kyler Murray doesn't have size, but he's a big little – no, I can't say thick. But, you know, he, he's not a skinny guy, right? <laughs> so if Bryce Young comes in at, at 200 pounds, like he, he also – if that's the case, if I'm the, if I'm the Bears – I get him, and I get a veteran quarterback and let the veteran quarterback get the hell beat out of him, and then I'm going to get more draft picks for next year and this year, and because the team is going to be good next year, we'll mm-hmm. be picking right there again. Yeah. So we'll be having the opportunity to get four first-round draft picks in the first two years of my career, and I reset the clock. So That'd Justin Fields can be available. So I can't wait to see that, and I can't wait to see – Tag land, right? Pin the yep. tail on the donkey. Can't <laughs> wait to see if Daniel Jones gets the tail pinned on his donkey or if, you know, Lamar Jackson gets the tail pinned on his donkey because it's going to tell us everything. We don't want to hear from Aaron Rodgers yet whether he's coming back or not coming back because we want to see if Lamar Jackson going to get a non-exclusive tag because I'll gladly send those two first-round draft picks for Lamar Jackson as they figure out why they couldn't keep one of the most talented quarterbacks Ooh. in the league in their organization. And so I definitely there. can't wait to see that. And then it comes to the tag. The last thing I can't wait for is what happens with Daniel Danny Dimes. There's Danny Dimes because, listen, they always talk about deadlines breed action. And can they get it done for for Daniel Jones because that is going to have directly correlation with the future of Thunder Thighs. Will we have Saquon Barkley? <laughs> A whole lot of business to get to over the weekend. We will, of course, be all over it right here at 98.7 ESPN. Keep it locked in. And Bart and I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.